The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to stop wasting time and make a shift towards enhanced productivity? Welcome to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, featuring your host, David B. Savage. In our program, we will show you how leaders and their organizations are using collaboration to innovate and move ahead of their competition. It's not just about customers or employees or the board. It's working together throughout your company and with your stakeholders. Now, here is David B. Savage. Now is our time to lead more powerfully consciously and collaboratively in ways that make our world a better place today and in our shared future. Leaders in company will make this essential shift now. Essential. Welcome, listeners. This is our second episode in Breakthrough DS. I'm David B. Savage. I'm the founder of and president of Savage Management, Think Sustainability Consultants, and the Collaborative Global Initiative. Savage Management was founded in 1993, and we provide consulting, negotiation, conflict management, organizational development, stakeholder engagement, coaching, and collaborative leadership services. The Collaborative Global Initiative, founded in 2013, at that time with Ron Sapanchik in Los Angeles, California, uh, was uh, is a has evolved. Uh, We're going to focus on that for a good part of our show today with our guests, Kathy Porter and Duncan Autry. Now, the Collaborative Global Initiative is a global community of collaborative and dispute resolution professionals located in Canada, the United States, France, and Spain. CGI is committed to addressing and embracing conflict and supporting a more more peaceable and healthy, sustainable living environment in families, communities, business, and our world. Now, I do this show thinking about the future. I do this show for you, my listener. Hopefully, there's more than one. I do these shows and my book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration. For my grandchildren, for Quinn, for Sarah, for Bailey, for Charlie, and all those that have yet to be born. Quinn is the oldest at eight right now. Charlie's the youngest at about five months. There are more to come, I know, and great grandchildren. And for your family and for your future, and how our businesses and organizations create that. This show is for entrepreneurs, shareholders, and innovators. This show and book are for our shared, sustainable, healthy, and profitable future. This is on the business channel of Voice America for a reason. Now, what's the title and theme for this show? Collaboration Gone Bad and What We Need to Know. 
Sounds like a Hollywood title, doesn't it? But often collaboration does go bad. We fail at it miserably. We pretend we're collaborating when we're really not. We're manipulating or just doing things badly. We're going to talk about how to be much more effective as collaborative leaders. And what is the Collaborative Global Initiative? And how can we move forward? As I had mentioned, Kathy Porter is one guest. Uh, she lives and works out of British Columbia, but across Western Canada and the world. And Duncan Autry, who's just recently moved back to California, and he's lived for, I believe, about six years in Ecuador and prior to that, Argentina. So the key messages for our show today, collaboration has been a dream and a dirty word. Number two, we need to work together, not just on projects and in our silos, but as the way we do our work. And the third message, the Collaborative Global Initiative is ready to consult, build capacity, and resolve conflict with you. A quote from my Breakthrough to Yes book that will be published February 2016. I have been a businessman since 1975. My undergraduate degree is in economics. I have seen repeated failures in organizations and their capital projects and operations. The monetary cost of such failures is in the billions. When a company makes mistakes, tries to force its agenda on others, or is in conflict with stakeholders, stakeholders revolt. Projects get delayed in regulatory and community review for extended lengths of time. And employees simply don't give their best because they do not trust the systems they work in. They do not trust their leaders. The costs can be disengagement, rejection by regulatory bodies and governments, impacted communities, damage to the environment, and more. The human cost ranges from depression, conflict, suicide, marital breakdown, career paralysis, and the loss of the intelligence and vision of bright people in your business because they check out when they come to work. They're not themselves. They are drones. They are messengers. They are doers as opposed to innovators and entrepreneurs. Engineering bridges, practicing law, designing buildings, raising money, and other professional activities, the hard aspects of business, are executed much more efficiently and cleanly than the work it takes to get stakeholders, professionals, politicians, and a many more work to, to work together effectively. Yet building a culture of collaboration based on leadership, negotiation, and conflict management capacities is what is needed most to produce meaningful results within organizations. Hey, remember Monty Python's John Cleese? He had a series of great videos on training. Those videos, if you're in my demographic, you remember them. Meetings, bloody meetings. Well... We can now do the same with collaboration, bloody collaboration. Too often, a boss has a task he wants others to buy into. The task is narrow and predetermined. The boss, at times, is afraid of making decisions alone. So that boss calls a meeting. We must collaborate to succeed, the boss begins. Oblivious to the yawn, sideways glances, and grimaces. You've been in meetings like that. I have. Stop wasting time and resources and people on poorly managed projects. Breakthrough DS promises to deliver a method to make collaboration work for you and your company 
while creating the conditions, yes, the conditions that promote innovation and breakthrough within and across your business and network. Seize this opportunity to join this movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. You know, that I think that's where we are with respect to uh, breakthrough to yes. I really want to show and tell you where you can get help, where you can help me. I guess the uh, bottom line that we have left to deal with is how to break through, how to get beyond collaboration, bloody collaboration. You know, we just see that manipulation. Maybe we should have a Clint Eastwood-type movie, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. That's an idea for a future a f- future episode of Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. I was delighted after our very first show, uh, Camille Nash, executive producer of this show, uh, kindly offered me an extra episode in December. Perhaps it'll be the good, the bad, and the ugly of collaboration. I think that could be fun. So send us your uh, feedback as to maybe we need, maybe we can do an episode simply on your feedback, simply on what we need to better collaborate. Today, we are also going to look at ways, how do you know How do we actually start? One of the things that we do is um, within the Collaborative Global Initiative and the work that I do and Kathy Porter does is do an assessment of the collaborative competency and capacity of your organization. What are the things that you need? What are the tools that you can have? Is your network as strong and connected and caring as you believe? got to win at any cost No golden rule, no line you haven't crossed Who cares if Mother Earth's in tatters You're the only one that matters Sorry buddy, you've already lost I have a dream that there's enough for everyone And it's not about who's lost and who has won It's so simple, it's so wise No defeat, no compromise It's the future, it's already begun So find a win, win, win or walk away Everybody wins or find a better way No exceptions, no excuses No one wins if someone loses It's a brand new game and that's the way we play Confrontation's a mistake that we've outgrown I know I'm better off with you than on my own When we change the way we start The intention in our heart Makes us more than we could ever be alone The whole is greater than the sum of all the parts It's a game that we've all won before it starts So let's choose the very best together we'll break When we lead with love and follow with our hearts So it's a win, win, win or walk away 
Everybody wins or find a better way No exceptions, no excuses No one wins if someone loses It's a brand new game and that's the way we play It's got to be for everyone It's not for just a few The only way that I win is if you were winning too It's more than economics It's not taught in any schools This game of life is ours And we're changing all the rules So find the win, win, win or walk away Everybody wins or find a better way No exceptions, no excuses No one wins if someone loses It's a brand new game and that's the way we play So find the win, win, win or walk away Find the win, win, win or walk away Find the win, win, win or walk away Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company while creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network. Seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. Game-changing technologies and strategies are transformational, exciting, and disruptive. They shake up your status quo, get you thinking about new ways to scale, compete, and grow, and move you in new directions. You're invited to take your coffee break with Game Changers on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for our special series on The Visionary Game Changers. Learn how savvy leaders change perceptions and influence the future. Meet The Visionary Game Changers, presented by SAP on The Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Hey, listeners. Before the break, we heard Chuck Rose's win or Walk Away. It's a beautiful theme song for this Voice America Business Channel, Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Just love that collaboration. I asked Chuck if he would uh, help me out to create a theme song for me. And as a professional uh, consultant, organizational development speaker and performing artist, it led Chuck 
to uh, record his very first album. So chuckrose.ca, thank you so much, Chuck. Also, we were talking about collaborations, bloody collaborations, take off on meetings, bloody meetings of Monty Python. And that's the way it usually goes. Wasted resources, wasted time, lost opportunities, disconnected people. So let us know your ideas. Give me an email at dave at savagemanage.com and uh, we'll tie that back in. Today I'm also very delighted to introduce our listeners to my good friend and wise woman, Kathy Porter of British Columbia. Kathy Porter is a BPE, PBDE, and is a chartered mediator and specialist in stakeholder consultation and decision-making. Kathy began working in the mediation field in 1998. Uh, primarily in multi-stakeholder disputes. She has worked extensively in the resource sector, mining, oil and gas, fisheries, health and social services, and labor management disputes. Her work in public consultation led her to combine her facilitation expertise in group dynamics and decision processes with her experience as a mediator. She conducts public policy mediations where the outcomes include signed settlement agreements in instances where the dispute might otherwise have been settled in court or not. She has successfully mediated terrestrial and aquatic environmental management frameworks and infrastructure development and transportation. Kathy has joined us as part of the leader circle within the Collaborative Global Initiative. Welcome, Kathy. Um, what else would you like to uh, Say about yourself. I'll, I'll blow your trumpet any time, but I'll let you introduce yourself a little more. Uh, thanks, uh, Dave. Uh, thanks for having me. It's just delightful to be here today and to talk to you about collaboration, something that I'm quite passionate about. You know, and it's, it was interesting when I was listening to the introduction, not so much about me, but the meetings, bloody meetings part, because, uh, you know, it... it Collaboration is similar, and I think partly because, you know, we talk about it a lot, but we really don't understand what's involved and and how to go about collaborating because in some ways we have to step out of our normal, uh, you know, as a businesswoman, uh, competitive uh, approach to to, uh, working with others, going after contracts. And so, uh, you know, I think that we're on the cusp of you know, having to break into uh, uh, under, a deeper understanding of collaboration and what it really takes to, to do that because we have to both be assertive about our positions and something I'm actually pretty good at because I'm passionate about a lot of things, but, but we also have to be cooperative. We have to listen to those other voices as well. So, uh, you know, and I, I certainly had to learn to listen to those other voices over the years, uh, but... Um, yeah, just, you know, it's so, it's such an interesting topic to me, as you can maybe tell. <laughs> well, it's it's an interesting topic for me, because uh, as you say, oftentimes we in the dispute resolution negotiation uh, practices, we seem to be very competitive amongst ourselves, as opposed to saying, what is in the best interest of the client? What is in the best interest of the community? What is in the best interest of the planet? And start from there. So I I really appreciate your work in trying to uh, work together with those various 
groups that are often in conflict or just don't understand each other. What did, Kathy, what do you, you think know, are I the... Think you're, I think you're right, you, you know, that we don't understand each other. And, and certainly in my work, you know, I'm often working with, working with engineers or planners or architects or environmental scientists, you know, all professional people. But they all have a particular language, a particular jargon that they speak. And certainly when we first come to the table, particularly on some of these big environmental decisions, um, you know, I spent five years working up in the, in the oil sands region of northeastern Alberta. And, and, you know, just getting started and learning, you know, what, what one person means about some particular topic is um, really the critical a first step to build collaboration. So if that's the first step, why is it so hard for us to take that first step? We, we tend to jump ahead all the time. Well, I think we jump ahead because we're very good at making assumptions. We assume that because <laughs> we know intimately, <laughs> you know, what, what we're talking about. We just may assume that everybody else understands and speaks the same language because we happen to be all speaking in English. Um, you know, sometimes I think it might be easy if we were all speaking, uh, understood that we were, in fact, speaking a bunch of foreign languages together. Uh, but, but we don't. And so people, people do jump in and, they, and, you know, they're passionate about their professions or, or, or their um, choices in, uh, that they make as, as volunteers or other, in other ways that they participate in society to protect the environment, to protect economic interests to protect, um, to even to protect democracy, you know. So um, we have to sort of slow the process down and explain, at least what I do is I, I take the time to explain people how this process is going to work, that there's going to be a lot of divergence in our thinking and in our views. Uh, and that can take a significant amount of time just to sort of put all that out making very sure that, you know, what, what do you mean when you say um, sustainability, for example? What do you mean when you say collaboration? And we have to have those sort of almost basic conversations before we can get into the, you know, meat and potatoes part. So, Kathy, what do you mean by collaboration? Well, I, I mean, I break it down into two components as I, as I sort of briefly mentioned earlier. We have to we have to be able to um, assert our perspective, our views, uh, our our knowledge, our expertise into the conversation, and we need to make sure that as we're asserting that, that um, we take the time to make sure that other people understand, and then to sort of clarify back and forth. Well, actually, I use that word collaboration a little bit differently and uh, you know this is what it means to me just as you're doing right now um, and and then and then once we've gotten through that then we actually have to cooperate and we have to it's really sort of on a almost a minute scale uh, sometimes a system of, of making little trade-offs and adjustments and and but we can't make those trade-offs and adjustments until we understand what what the trade-offs might need to be. Uh, and I think the other thing with collaboration is that, you know, um, that the group, the group is involved in making the decision. You know, and this is an interesting conversation that I often have with the stakeholders that I'm working with because often 
um, I'm asking them to make this consensus decisions, and at the end of the day, they'll say, but, but we don't get to make the decisions. And so uh, that's true, but you're still making a consensus recommendation if something is going to government. So, so let's work to make sure that we're all on the same page and, and we can put forward a strong recommendation rather than what has often happened and given stakeholder engagement a bad name is you end up some, some sort of watered-down thing that doesn't really say anything. Yeah, the, the water, it, it's hard work. The watered down piece is really, really meaningful. Uh, I'd like to really stress what you're saying, Kathy. I think of it as a, the math of uh, working together. And, and when I hear the word compromise, I hear mm. subtraction, less than. Yes. When I hear Indeed. the word collaboration, I hear add, addition greater than what the sum of the parts are. Absolutely right, because I think, you know, and, and certainly I, I didn't invent some of this stuff. I just kind of picked up on some of the ideas. But there's a synergy that comes from a well-functioning group that is very powerful. You know, and I often use that example from that movie of many years ago of Apollo 13 when they were stuck up there and they had to get these guys in a room and said, here's what you've got. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they had to work together to find a solution. And and so often it is those, you know, it is a stressful situation. We've got an issue that needs to be resolved. Uh, you know, uh, water and drought issues are certainly coming to the forefront now. We're going to have to work together, and we're better off for it. Human beings are, in fact, by nature, collaborative, but we've forgotten that, and we need to bring ourselves back to that, our earlier history. We're here as human beings because we 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 collaborated. We worked together to to protect ourselves, to raise our families. We need to remember that, I think. Yeah, remembering again and again and again. Uh, Uh Kathy Porter, how do people get a hold of you? We've got uh, only about 30 seconds left in this portion of the show and this interview. How do people get a hold of you to uh, follow up with you and your ideas? Well, I have uh, have a personal email at uh, P-O-R-T-E-R. K-A-T-H at gmail.com. That's probably, you know, the easiest way. I have several company email addresses, but they're very long-winded and not very collaborative. Wonderful. (laughs) One of the things that you and and I and Duncan Autry, our next guest, and Charlie Graydon, Jeff Cohen, Sarah Deitch, uh, are doing is creating the Collaborative Global Initiative uh, we're, we're representing people from Spain, the United States, uh, the Netherlands, and, uh, well, we hope to include more, and we really welcome everyone's input, insights, and collaboration. Kathy, in the brief seconds we have less left, uh, is there a challenge that you'd put out to our listeners today before we sign off? Well, yes, I think reflect on ways that you can collaborate, you know, even if it's with your neighbors uh, in the workplace. Um, investigate what's really involved there and ask good questions. How, you know, how, what do you mean by collaboration, as you asked me? Great question. Thank you so much, Kathy Porter of British Columbia and uh, founder of the Collaborative Global Initiative.
making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in government, the legal arena, and the business world impacts your business every day. And we're going to take you on a behind-the-scenes tour of it all. Each week, we'll bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers and leaders. Squire Patton Boggs will be your guide as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join us for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Channel each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Welcome back, listeners. Before the break, we were talking with Kathy Porter and her wisdom with respect to slowing down and remembering and one, being one, looking at uh, what's needed now, uh, truly listening to each other. Uh, Now, what I'd like to do is uh, we'll talk a little more, a lot more, I hope, about the Collaborative Global Initiative. I'm really excited about uh, my next guest, Duncan Autry. You know, Duncan is uh, a kindred spirit. Uh, He's a conflict transformation consultant with experience in both North and South America. To find out more about Duncan Autry, go to DuncanAutry.com. That's D-U-N-C-A-N-A-U-T-R-E-Y.com. Now, Duncan and I first met, I think it was six or seven years ago, Duncan, at the Omega Institute in upstate New York. We were working uh, with our mutual friend and best-selling author, Erica Ariel Fox. Uh, she's uh, penned and promoting and doing great work with Winning from Within. And we were also working with great people like Emily Gould and Dave Gould and others. Now, we've evolved ourselves. Duncan and I have stayed very close. We've uh, collaborated, coached one another, and dreamed together. Duncan works with Mediators Beyond Borders 
and has worked in the United States, Argentina, Ecuador, Turkey, and other places. Duncan's now back in California and uh, doing great work there. Duncan, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, What else might you say about your introduction and and your vision around collaboration? Well, thank you, Dave. Thank you for the introduction, and it's a pleasure to be speaking with you. Um, I wanted to actually just touch on that transition that I've been I recently returned to the United States after many years abroad and um, it's been interesting to realize the importance of building network um, both locally and internationally um, it's really important it's been really interesting to to connect with conflicts that are more local um, whether they be conflicts about the local drought in California um, or to be paying attention to conflicts that are happening in collective houses or just between neighbors. Um, I've, it's been interesting to connect with it on a, to a community level again. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been, um, I think there's a great introduction. So thank you. Uh, one, of, one of the things that uh, I will uh, tell our listeners, and then you can correct me, Duncan, but sure. uh, one of your most recent contracts has been in Ecuador uh, dealing with boundary disputes, dealing with uh, what happens when satellites give you different boundaries than uh, 20 steps from the old oak tree type of uh, survey system. And it's my recollection, my uh, judgment, that while you're really initially focused on resolving boundary disputes, the majority of your success there was actually building skills and capacity within the people that you were working with so mm-hmm. that teach a man to fish uh, type of uh, metaphor. Yeah. Can you tell us a little more about that experience? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so I was working um, in Ecuador with a provincial government to help them resolve a series of border disputes, and they were um, basically just historical accidents based on um, uh, maps that were done in the 1500s, not corresponding to maps done in the 1980s. So, um it was interesting. The, uh, the part, the idea of the work was to help the communities really communicate with um, each other to help decide where the borders would be. Um, but what ended up becoming more important was the realization, be- because of the political situation in Ecuador, where it's just a very divisive politics. The, the work of getting people to work with work with each other and realize just the value of in- including the voice of the other side um, became, I would say, the, the main focus of the work. Uh, it was always easy to say, we don't want to include the voices of our enemies, we just want to include the voices that agree with us. Um, unfortunately, um, when we, uh, um, I would say a rule of conflict is if you try to not include someone, then they're going to find a way to be included later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whether it's positive or otherwise, <laughs> whether it's positive or otherwise, whether you have any control over the situation or not, and you know, and when you have a culture that's people like protesting and so forth, it becomes a very relevant situation. So, yes. uh, yeah, but but it was really interesting, also, um, just the the importance of working with a team, coordinating people who are taking legal perspectives with people who are taking a geological perspective, from people who are taking a cultural perspective and a historical perspective and a political perspective. Those are four very different ways to try to decide where a border is going to be. And getting those voices to communicate with each other is also very interesting um, 
it's very easy for us to sort of focus on whatever our sort of field of work is and say this is the main focus. Um, I, I think that, you know, a lawyer's job is to defend the law, but in the same way a scientist's job is to defend science and a, um, someone who's working with people's job is to defend the voices of the people. So, so in that situation, what's your job, Duncan? Well, um, I think one part of the job is to um, make sure that each of those voices actually recognize that they have a voice that they're trying to communicate. And then from there, helping them to communicate that to each other. Uh, it can be even as simple as, it sounds like you're trying to say X and the, you know, helping the person realize that what they're trying to say and realize the importance of what they're trying to say. And then there could just be even a little coaching about how, how can you communicate that. I, I could definitely in a way almost became personal work with just coworkers and colleagues. But I would say on, on a bigger level, um, I think that you need to create spaces where all of those voices do have, um, all those voices have, um, have a space um, or that are acknowledged um, as being important. And uh, I think that that's just something you build into the systems, you build into, into the way you, you present the concept. Um, in, a, in another way, uh, I'm thinking nobody gets to be wrong, and, mm-hmm. and your right doesn't have to be my right. Mm-hmm. But together we can figure out what works better. Yeah, I loved the um, example uh, or the example that Kathy brought of the Apollo 13, because oftentimes that's what happens. You can say, "Look, we have this bit of law that says this. We have this historical practice says this. We have this request." that is this and we have to figure out how to move forward from here and I think just the reminder of that was always important oftentimes people would say wait a minute we don't agree we're stuck and you say well of course we don't agree that's why we're here in the first place <laughs> and, and we, that's, that's why we came together uh, the question is how do we find an agreement I think another thing that was always really important was to help people realize that they are the ones that get to make the decisions it's very often that people feel like um, when we get stuck in conflict that we want to hand that um, decision up to a higher power. I think that that's why we like going to the police or going to a judge or, or whatever. But re- the realization that those of us who are in a situation are the ones that are going to have to come to the solution or helping people come to that realization um, I think is, is super important. That, that There's no way they can move forward without moving forward with the other. And and moving forward means buy-in, and and it's theirs, not the mediators or the lawyers or the governments. Absolutely. I want to spend some of our time talking about the Collaborative Global Initiative that you and Kathy and and, uh, Jeff Cohen, uh, Charlie Graydon, Sarah Deitch, and I have been working on. Um, I'll just read a little bit of our text for our listeners We live in an increasingly complex and interconnected world. Humanity faces global, environmental, economic, and human-based challenges of all kinds. Lasting solutions to these challenges require effective communication and learning across perspectives, cultures, and sectors. At CGI, we believe humans are by nature collaborative. When people work together, allowing space to capture collective wisdom, we achieve great things. Forward-thinking people and communities 
recognize the need for widespread collaboration, they will need a unique toolbox, a toolkit, and skills to collaborate, collaboratively navigate the future of our increasingly complex and diverse world and work. Tell me more about that, uh, Duncan. Well, I would say that um, the greater complexity that we start seeing in the world, and I would say as just the process of globalization and interconnectedness moves forward, that things will always be more complex. Um, as we become more complex, our need for greater collaboration increases in pace. And um, and the reason for, for that is, uh, in a way, the best way we can find true solutions or the or I guess the best solutions will always come from the most perspectives but this only is true if those perspectives are working collaboratively toward a shared goal or shared understanding um, and you know of course the trick is 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 turning people from enemies into people who are willing to collaborate with each other and it's that new vision of the world that's going to get us through this next stage. Yeah. Now, oftentimes, as facilitators, coaches, mediators, we can help people get unstuck by, by focusing on the future. Where do we want to end up together? Yeah. In, in the intro to this show, I mentioned my grandchildren and, and this show and my book and our work with CGI f- as being for them. Is, what, how does that work for you? How do you bring that into your clients? I mean, this is a work around affirmation. It's an affirmation of the world that we want to move towards. And the choice to be collaborative is also an affirmation. It's an affirmation that our collective wisdom is greater than our individual perspectives. And when we choose to say, well, when, we, when we ask, what is the world we want to live in, almost all of us start finding the same answer at that point. Hmm. And it's different than the world we live in today. Uh, Duncan, well, listeners, you can find out more about Duncan Autry at DuncanAutry.com and uh, more later about our Collaborative Global Initiative, which is CollaborativeGlobalInitiative.com. Duncan, as I asked Kathy earlier, and I'm asking all my guests, if there was one thing in this moment that you'd like to challenge our listeners to do or be aware of think or think about, what would it be? Great. I would say conflict is a normal thing. It happens to everyone at all scales. It can either be positive or negative, and there are people who can help you with it. Reach out to them. Thank you so much, my friend. Listeners, this has been Duncan Autry. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, Seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. 
See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. Many industries have been revolutionized by technology in the last decade. Books, music, TV, communications, and now it's happening to our money and the way we pay. Tune into Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how technology and customer behavior will bring about more changes in banking in the next 10 years than in the last 200 years. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on Voice America Business Channel or on AM 1160 The Voice. You'll never look at your bank account the same again. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Welcome back, listeners. Before the break, we were talking with Duncan Autry about the Collaborative Global Initiative and about his work. And remember, he was talking about aspiration, about intention, about future focus, about how do we move forward together and create Create great. Let me just use that phrase. We'll create great together. So in this portion, in this final segment of our episode, number two, what I'm doing is the outrage of the week. You know, this is to cover the emotional, the amygdala, reptilian brain, where so often we see in journalism, politics, social media, people get outraged. And often they get outraged, their their amygdala gets outraged before they actually start asking questions. Um, Duncan talked about complexity. Complexity is increasing. There is so much information available to us. How do you get through it? With this uh, world, this digitally connected world, I've, I've seen estimates that by 2016, there should be about 4 billion people on the planet connected to the Internet. That's a blessing and it's a curse. So last week... Uh, we talked about the outrage related to Syrian refugees. We talked about the poor little Alan, his body on the beach, and how a picture changed the world's heart, how we started to pay attention. Unfortunately, all of the world isn't paying attention. They aren't incorporating all the perspectives. We can do far better, and since that broadcast, the world is starting to do better. This week, it's an outrage that's really been going on for years, I think about four years. Let's talk about Uber, the taxi service. You know, my son and daughter have used it in Los Angeles. Uh, It's very popular in many cities, and uh, it's very hated in many sectors. For several years now, this service, or app as they claim themselves to be, continues to be in the news and on social media. 
people have firm positions on all sides. They are not affirming or even listening. So here's a quote from Inc. magazine by journalist Christine Lagario-Chafkin. Here's the quote. In most major U.S. cities and many around the world, there's an alternative to standing on a street corner flailing an arm for a taxi. Typically, this is phoning a local car service or, within the past couple of years, opening an app on your phone. Open the Uber app, which is the first car service app available in most U.S. cities, American cities, and you'll see a map of your location replete with nearby vehicles for hire and their estimated times of arrival. One can usually reach you within five minutes, and the ride will carry a minimum cost of about $7. But you can't do this in South Florida. Regulations in Miami-Dade County dictate that a car service or limo ride must be booked at least 60 minutes. I'll change my tune. At least 60 minutes before the ride begins. And cost at least $80. That's 80 U.S. dollars. Huh. Unless the Miami-Dade County Commission changes the law, Uber is locked out of a multi-hundred million dollar market. As it expands, Uber often meets legal complications, cease and desist orders, court injunctions, and the impounding of cars. Uber is no stranger to complaints from public utilities commissions, from city councils, and from taxi and limousine commissions, all of which have constituents clamoring for protection from the likes of Uber. Wow. So that's the end of that quote. Every city that Uber attempts to do business in is in turmoil over regulations protecting taxi drivers and their families, insurance, liability, safety, etc. This turns into conflict and angry words. People get into their positions very easily. Instead of internet outrage, diehard proponents and political and taxi federation fear-mongering, what might we learn? What if we stepped back and went really slow as Kathy Porter encourages us to do and and listen and think about what our intention is, what our dream for the future is? What may we learn that about business? That some delivery models and business practices are not in tune with our new technology driven area era age, pardon me, and expectations. So Autonomous drivers, uh, internet, uh, text messaging, all of those things, they just they come to a place where we are changing. Technology has allowed us to be different, to do different things. Um, what, I will, what I will say is instead of fighting those good fights or bad fights, you know, let's look at where we are going in the future, and maybe we can capitalize on that as entrepreneurs, organizations, leaders. You know, in the past 40 years, cost differentials, reduction of trade barriers, and low-cost shipping meant the loss of most of the garment industry, manufacturing industry in North America and Europe. Technology, algorithms, big data, and demand for on-the-spot performance is changing how we shop, work, and how we travel. The taxi business fights against Uber, That is a battle, but the war is change. Are you really warring against evolution and transformation? Needn't be a war. What are the signs? How, as a leader, can you listen, reach out, embrace all perspectives, and come up with something greater? What are the evolutions that you can take advantage of as a business person and a leader in the coming year? In other words, get out of the trenches. 
just get out of the trenches. Think about the trends. What's the future you want to be part of creating? So be curious. Reach out, learn, integrate, form a new and your own perspective and be in the world this way. That will be part of your breakthrough to yes. So contact me about this work and how we may collaborate. My website is davidbsavage.com and there you can pre-order the book. I'm really excited about Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration. So collaboration is not, it is not, I can't say that strongly enough. It's not an event, it's not a project, it's not a to-do. It's the way we are. It is the way we are together. Today, we've explored the wisdom of Duncan Autry and Kathy Porter and the evolution of the Collaborative Global Initiative. We've looked at Uber as our outrage of the week and talked about, let's look at the trends. What do we want to create as opposed to defend from the old world? In this show, Collaboration Gone Bad and What We Need to Know, our key messages have been, collaboration has been a dream and a dirty word. Two, we need to work together, not just on projects or in our silos, but as the way we do our work together. And three, the Collaborative Global Initiative is ready to consult, build capacity, and resolve conflict. Next week's show and guests come together today for our future with Alan Davis of British Columbia and Jeannie McPherson of Washington State. We will also explore Rotary International and youth leadership programs Future shows will go through my 10 essential steps to collaboration. So listen, every week we will also feature the Heart and Stroke Foundation, the Enneagram, the Center of Excellence for Collaborative Leadership, and we want to work with you. Let's work together. Let's be aware of how you engage and how you may be more effective. Thank you for your time and your collaborative vision. Send us your thoughts. We will respond on air and by email, and by phone. Thank you, listeners. Thanks for tuning in this week to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Your host, David B. Savage, invites you to join us again for another engaging episode next Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a breakthrough week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management